All right, fair enough. Uh, what advice would you give to a young writer? Give up. <laughs> what give what give up entirely? Yeah, I don't want to compete with more writers. Fuck that shit. Jesus Christ. All right, okay. This this, this kid, I'm going to put this in context, right? I'm really going to go in on this. Okay, yeah. there, there is a there is a young man um he he reads he writes and reads every day for some strange reason it's always Anthony Horowitz um you know he writes a, a page a day just about random nonsensical rubbish his name is little timmy not timmy little timmy okay all he wants in the world is to be a writer he stood in front of you okay he's holding a copy of your book which they've only yeah. sold 200 copies of but he's he's holding um 201 in his hand and he goes excuse me mr lavelle I think you're the greatest writer of the 21st century. Could you please give me one piece of advice uh, about how I should really get started in the writing slash journalism game? Go. Give up. All and right. that's on record, folks. All right. Okay. Um, never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Misdirection Podcast with me, Danny Lavelle, and Dominic Smith. Today's episode is about journalism, where Dom's going to interview me, apparently. Let's go! Right, okay. Um, thing number... Right, question number one. Why are you such a bellet? I don't know. I think it's um, my friendship with you. It's just rubbed off on me. Oh, God. No, okay. We have actual questions. Um, I did some prep work. I did some research, unlike Danny, um, who is who is a journalist, apparently. Right. Do you think of yourself as a journalist or a writer? Well, both, because I'm both that. Oh, right. Okay, brilliant. I mean, do you see yourself more as that you've... I think you once said to me in conversation, um, I won't quote you, but I am quoting you, that you think of yourself more as a writer primarily than a journalist i mean would you say that's true now or would you see yourself more as somebody that you know talks to people and then writes it down or somebody that comes up with shit from their brain and then writes it down well dom yes yes then uh part of being a journalist is being a writer if you write for a newspaper so yeah that's why i say i do both you know which one do you do mainly? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I really don't. Well, well, can you please explain? Well, writing's a small part of it, isn't it? For the most part, you're interviewing people, uh, then transcribing those interviews that you've recorded, or mm-hmm. like in shorthand. Um, and then you're mining data from various sources, right? Field and expert opinion. Um. And then at the very end, you're right. You're right. So. Can you actually write shorthand? No. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That That's uh, that's something. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. Can you know, I've, I've always found it like really interesting the way journalists can do that. But, but you can't do it. You're one of those journalists that can't write shorthand. Well, yeah, I'm not a proper journalist. Like I said, I, I can't do shorthand, no. Um, God look- damn it. People can't do it either. You don't really need to do it unless you're a court reporter or something. You know what? You know, I, I apologise to the listeners. I was really hoping you could do that, even though I knew you couldn't. But, yeah, I mean, is it, is it actually hard to learn, like, shorthand? Listen, listeners, why? I'm not sorry. Fuck them. <laughs> <That's the laughs> oh, God. Geez. All right, yeah, fair enough. Well, is it hard to learn shorthand, though? 
well, like, what is the purpose of it? Like, I, I know it looks cool and stuff, but in the reality of, of this, is it just like it's short and center? I mean, what words, too? It's surely it's not an actual um shortening of English. I mean, what do you even know how to do it? Do you have a basic grasp of it, or do you actually not know any more about it than say myself? No, I've studied shorthand. Like I, I used to be able to do it, um, some, 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 some of it, but nice. no, at this I didn't keep it up. So no, um, it's just it's almost another language, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not just the case of shortening words. It's, it's there are symbols that are used to create words and sometimes sentences or phrases. You know, it's. Um, I don't know. It's like a code, really. It's like learning a code. Mm-hmm. Best way I can explain it. It's not, you know. Have you ever met any proper journalists that can write shorthand? Well, I don't. I don't think that's right, though, because, like I said, most journalists I know don't know shorthand. I mean, a few, a few do. Mm-hmm. And, the good but, ones. Yeah, if you want the good ones, then yeah, fine. The good ones, yeah, the great journalists of the world, Don, um, learn shorthand. And I can see why you'd be attracted to it because you like that. You like, you know, you like tricks, don't you? You like, um, you know. This is deflection. This is deflection. All right, okay. You know what? Moving on from your failings right, look, of not knowing shorthand, little gimmicks and that. <laughs> um, what, what inspires you? Order. Why the fuck would you need shorthand? I have no idea. Maybe it would just look cool. It would be. It would be an excellent party trick, wouldn't it? Just. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's the only reason you're interested. Ooh, look, I can. I can show off again. Oh yay! What what okay? What inspires you to learn shorthand? No, generally, what inspires you? Uh, you know, as a journalist or writer, I mean, you know, do you need to get inspired nothing. talking to people? It, absolutely nothing. Poverty. <laughs> Poverty, um, homelessness, depravity, um, austerity. Okay, all right, brilliant. Yeah, I I love it. Bloody hell. Um. So inspiration, I suppose I was inspired by Charlie Brooker. For, I, used to, I read him from when I was a kid. I basically learned to read by reading The Guardian. And um, I used to read his screen burn every Saturday. Um, and he's the only writer still to this day who could make me bend over double in stitches um, just by reading what the city says. I mean, he doesn't do it, he doesn't do it anymore, unfortunately. He's, he's um, a big TV guy now, isn't he? Before Black Mirror fame, and Screen White, he he wrote a small column in the Guardian's Guide called Screen Burn, and he basically eviscerate reality TV stars and um, irritants in TV and film um, in the most acerbic, vitriolic, uh, but hilarious style. And I tried to emulate that a lot in the beginning. I don't think I did it very well because... <clears throat> Uh, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just straight up not as gifted and sharp as he is. Do how well? How do you deal with writer's block? Um. What what we what I do is I go to the writer's store, mm-hmm. yeah, and I get something called a writer's plunger. I don't know if you've heard of it, but no, they, no, not really. Basically, you just get this writer's plunger, and then you stick the end of it on your ear, right? And then you just keep fucking pumping it until the words spill out of your ass, and then you can write. It's great. Right, okay, but in all seriousness, have you ever had writer's block? Do you suffer from writer's block? I mean, a lot of people do have, can't get the old creative juices flowing sometimes when it comes to certain things. 
I mean, are you one of those guys? Um, do you believe you can be creative nine to five or in a vacuum, or do you think you don't really know where the ideas come from? And you know, when the taps off, the taps off, and when it's on, it's on. Uh, I don't know. I'm just lazy, so when I can't be asked is when I stop, uh, and when I can be asked, I'll do it. I, um, I don't really ever think I've had writer's block. I don't know what that is, really. I think that's just I think that's just an excuse created by writers on deadlines just to just to just to avoid work. Right. Okay. Are you saying on record that you never get writer's block? Yeah, I'm saying on record as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is that that is amazing. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you write a book? Well, I don't get writer's block. You don't get. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus Christ! I mean, that is that is quite that is something that is something. If you don't, you know, get writer's block. Yeah, I, I would just like to regale um, the listeners with a bar. Um, I'm not ripping this bar off. This was from a guy called um, Mike Righteous, and he says, and I quote: um, "Writer's block's a myth. A bricklayer doesn't go to work forgetting how to lay a brick." Now, when I heard that, I got shivers down my spine. You, and you know what? Because it's just the sort of pretentious bullshit that you go for. A load of bollocks. Oh, God. Right. doesn't go to work. Forgetting how to lay a brick. Come on now. That's, that, that's, that spoke to me. That's all right. That is, that is good. Oh, God. Next question, Dom. Oh, my God. Right. I shall ask the questions. Okay, I'm going to ask the next question. Okay. Um, how do you write a book? I don't know. Like, how do you... Shuffle a deck of cards. Uh, one card at a time, you know. Just uh, just keep on shuffling. Like, by the way, I just want everyone to know that Tom came up with these questions on the tube journey home. To right, they are well rehearsed. Okay, I've I googled many of them, and I'm trying to give Danny a proper opportunity to answer them, and he is failing to do so. So, so Danny, how do you write a book? A thing you've actually done? Maybe you yeah, can what you contribute some value to the listeners. Well, it's going to be really boring for everyone, but um, you you first come up with a structure, mm-hmm. break down what you're going to write into segments, okay, with brief notes to, that act as a kind of reminder, and and then obviously you collect all your materials, all your research materials, interviews, um, data. And it's a bit like constructing a. It's a bit like putting a, putting a puzzle together, especially non-fiction writing. But I, I'm assuming it's similar when people are writing fiction. Um, it's, it's a good idea to get the structure down first, and it's it's in a way that's creating a skeleton. And what you're effectively doing is putting meat on the bones, and then skin and all the rest of it, and then you polish it, carve it shape it until you've got something that you know looks like a it looks like a living breathing three-dimensional thing oh wow okay yeah. um yeah brilliant how long did it take you to write your book about six months yeah. <laughs> all right okay um uh, moving on um question number seven i mean do you do you have notes which you keep like a lot of creative people they have like notes notebooks and they you know sometimes they write something down and they go all right 
that's maybe a little seed of an idea that I could, you know, try and plant in my mind later. Do you, are you like that yourself? And do you have a thing like a note on your phone or a note or a notebook or a pen or, you know, I don't know, do you write notes on your hand and stuff like that? Are you actually like, no, that's, that's just a myth. No, I don't do any of that shit. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so do you have any interesting interview stories? Yeah, there are times when I've had several articles on the go and I've arranged to interview one person and prepared for another interview. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, I'll start asking them shit about it's got nothing to do with them. And then I've just, like, I've once hung up in panic and then pretended that I'd lost, like, in- internet connection and shit. Um, and my battery had run out. And then quickly re-prepared and then just pretended that the whole affair hadn't happened. That's happened a few times. I've also interviewed people... Uh, when my tape recorders died and I, I got nothing I, I've spent, sometimes I spent hours interviewing someone, two hours once didn't get any of it had to find another person to chat to oh yeah really... brilliant, I mean would you like to regale us with the story of um, when you went to a certain Smithfields market with a very handsome and debonair young magician um, and we interviewed some butchers and apparently I lost, what was it, 45 minutes of footage? Yeah, well... D- <laughs> no, not anyway. Fo- fo- not footage, but recording. Yeah, yeah thanks for that, mate. Yeah. yeah so so I, I, I let Dom tag along with me to Smithfield's Market because I was doing this piece for the Londonist. He paid me, um, by the way. He paid me, the, he paid me yeah. money. Yeah, can you believe it? He, 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 I paid him 50 quid for an hour's work and he fucked it up. <laughs> The easiest 50 quid ever, mate. He's my mate. He's my mate. Morning. God. He's my mate. I still think you owe me that 50 quid, to be honest. No, um, well, you never get it back, but yeah, God. Yeah, I know I'm not cheapskate. Anyway. Oh, all that footage we lost. Yeah, anyway, so that was with the Londonist. Big up the Londonist that had their, um, their class at. Did you just there. say big up the Londonist? What the fuck is this? this? They're not the London Massive, mate. God, they're a fucking no, paper. Back no, in By the way, not... I'm on there if you'd uh, like to read an article and there's a photo of me and stuff and I look really cool. So no, yeah, not. check that out. Yeah, go for it. Not on the London you're not on the Londonist, you're on East London Lines, which Yeah, is, yeah, East London yeah. Lines, whatever, same yeah. shit. Anyway, if you'd yeah. like to go check that out instead of You're the- also on the Guardian as well, like am I? Oh fucking hell, I'm every But yeah, and there was another um female journalist actually. Uh well, I think she was a war correspondent. She had an eye patch. What was her name, Danny? Marie Colvin. Yeah, I mean Marie Colvin. Um, do you have any thoughts on her in particular? Because uh, I think she was she was really really good, wasn't she? I never I never met her, but you know she was really brave or really foolish, depending on how you want to look at it. But she risked life and limb to report atrocities during war. Uh, she died in Syria, I think, during um, a, a bombing in a town called Babra Amra, I think. Mm. called Under the Wire, uh, which is pre- not presented, but it's featuring her photographer who survived uh, the, the bombing, although he did sustain a very serious injury to his thigh. And it, it talks about how they snuck into Syria, uh, how they were reporting on the fact that the Syrian army was bombing innocent civilians, and they reported on that. And while they were in their journalist hub, uh, in the city, that uh, Marie Colvin was killed. I believe she lost her eye reporting in Sri Lanka as well during um, an, an armed conflict. Uh, oh. 
the writing was was really good. It was really snappy, um, vivid. She yeah, she was brilliant. But I can't say I, I've never met her. I'm not overly familiar with her work, but um, was that impressed with her? Mm. I mean, who do you think is the best writer slash journalist? The best. Mm, yeah, I mean, who would you consider to be the goat? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, um, I don't believe in in that. You literally just missed an opportunity to say yourself there, but you know that kind of shows um, the the humbleness of who you really are, Danny. So yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. It's just it would be subjective, and it's not even that. I just don't believe in it. It's like it's I don't. It's not a thing for me. It's not a thing, but not not there. There isn't a best writer for you, or somebody that you know whose work you think, wow, that'll never be surpassed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not really. I don't like to put these things into competitions. I don't think they have any place in a competition like that. I mean, I have, like I said, I have my favourites. Who? Are, how would you even measure it? Because it's it's. I mean, it's a bit pretentious to say it's art uh, writing, but it is expression, and I suppose what one person thinks is good the next person what i mean like i can't stand shakespeare it bores me to death right i hate it i loathe it in fact and I, I don't understand why people like it i often assume they're just pretending you know to make themselves look good but apparently no people really like it um i think it's absolute shite but you know tell that to a english literature professor they'll probably spit in your face do you know what i mean well, who is your personal favourite? Because you touched upon, you know, Orwell and John Ronson. And would you say that you have a favourite or not really? Uh, well, uh, uh, Paul Pot was a good writer. Um, Benito Mussolini, fantastic. Uh, Adolf Hitler. Um, th- these are all literary giants. Right, OK. Well, that's on record now. Um, your favourite writer is Paul Potts. Or or Adolf Hitler. Was it the subject matter that got you, or were their prose just, you know, astounding? Uh, well, Orwell is is really good. I like. I really, I really like George Orwell. Probably be more passionate about writers I don't like, but I don't really want to fuck anyone over. But um, no, please. Will Self perhaps? Uh, don't know about that. Oh, come on now, Danny. Bit Will Self. Have you read any Will Self? Yeah, not a fan. Right. Okay. Why not? They reach for the dictionary every ten seconds. Like, mm-hmm. it's contentious. Be oh, well, it's to challenge you and all that. Well, I don't want to be challenged. Do I? It can challenge me without fucking wasting my time. So I have to reach for the dictionary and like decipher seventeenth-century words. So some would say it's quite erudite. Because the word for someone who's overly verbose like that is sesquipedalian which is mm. a word because that's a really long word for someone who loves long words but yeah i'm yeah i'm not you know i'm not a fan that's just my yeah, 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 yeah. I, accept, I accept he's good at he's a really good writer because lots of people say he is so they can't they can't all, they're not wrong because it's an opinion I, I i don't care for it i think it's overly ornate and pretentious but some people obviously don't think like that. Maybe it's because I'm thick and ignorant, and he's really good. I, that could that could be possible, uh, and I think he's a decent blog, and I don't want to have a go at him. 
Uh, it's just not for me. I'm, you know, he probably thinks my writing's shite as well. Uh, that's fair enough. In fact, he almost certainly will. He's a writer, so you know, most writers. <laughs> you most right. Is it one of those things like you love writing but you hate writers? You know, is it one of them? Do you care for writers uh, in and of themselves? If somebody told you you're a writer, because that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from this interview. And I do see myself um, as a magician extraordinaire, broadcast journalist, but. Do you like writers in general? If somebody told you they're a writer, would that be an, in- an instant friendship made or would you um, sort of try to avoid eye contact and shuffle out the room? Oh, no, of course not. They're, they're comrades, aren't they? Um, no, I like writers. I wouldn't think against writers, but it's, it's just like <laughs> when you read someone who's really good, you, if you, your ego comes into it and you're like, secret like, oh, fuck them, you know. Right? Yeah, fuck those guys. Um, I, th- I think that's the thing. But no... I, no, to be honest, I like to see people doing well, like especially people I went to uni with, um, like Mayfair Busby, he's doing really well, really super proud of him. He brought out a book at the same time as me. It's um, called Why Should Drugs All Be Legal? Um, and it's fantastic. You should People should go out and read that. And he's a, he's a lovely guy, um, really talented. Um, but yeah, it's normal, isn't it, to look sideways, and especially if you're insecure and um kind of resent other people but no I, no i don't um no, i don't hate writers no not all, you know no not all writers just will self yeah fuck that guy um anyway i mean weirdly enough i wouldn't even know what he looked like so he could literally sit next to me on the tube and i'm like oh you're will self well this is awkward let me just stop talking about will self now <laughs> All right, okay. I know Will Self really doesn't want us to stop talking about Will Self, but Will Self is going to get stopped talking about. Jeez. I mean, surely the point in writing a book or writing in general is to communicate your point effectively and succinctly to another member of the human race, not simply to bombard them with a word salad. It depends. In a legal document, then that's exactly what it's for. Right, well, there, there's a bit of uh, <laughs> there's an interesting factoid for you. So read the terms and conditions the next time you're actually trying to sign up for something. Well, just go to legislation.gov and read it. Read it. If you read it, see what you think. It's deliberately nebulous in my view. In general, what kind of um, genres of non-fiction are you interested in? I mean, uh, in fiction. You know, yeah, yeah, fiction. Uh, I have to be honest, man, I'm not a big reader. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, what, how many books would you say you've read? I don't know, it's like a few hundred or something. Like that. Yeah, I've read all of Old Dal as well, if that counts, and uh, some of Enid Blyton. Um, I haven't read things like, you know, War and Peace and fucking Crime and Punishment. Right, yeah. Well, no Dostoyevsky for Danny. No, I haven't. I haven't read any of that because it just looks. It's just looks so long. I don't think any book needs to be that long. Um, well, yeah. I mean, tell that to Dostoevsky. Have you read it, Dom? Uh, I've read part of it. Yeah. You've read Dost. You've read Crime and Punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can. I can tell you what it's about. Oh, that's all right. Leave it. No, good, good. Is that because of uh, Jordan Peterson? talks about it all the time and you've got a, a semi for him 
Uh, no, to be honest, a friend uh, recommended it, and you know, I sort of just read books, things that people recommended. Some guy read has recommended me uh, this book, um, Down and Out. Looking at the cover now by a Daniel Levell. Um, I'm using it as a doorstop at the minute. Um, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I will get around to um, sort of flitting through it at one point. It'll probably be something I speed read, I would imagine. Yeah. You 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 listened to the audio of it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I've I've completed the audio book. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, it's good, mate. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, yeah it... I was really worried that Cockney Cockney accent was a bit rubbish, was it? Um, it was all right, my old son. <laughs> no, it was fine. Yeah, it was good. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think we've neatly come on to the end of the interview um, portion of this podcast. Of this podcast. So yeah. Uh, we can probably like talk shit for the next three minutes, or maybe we should just end on a high. Um, what is next week's episode going to be about, Danny? Because um, I think we were gonna um, we could do oh, we could do a podcast about chess. Should we do a podcast about chess? Oh, what? God no! All right, okay, bloody hell! It was just an idea. Um, fucking hell! <laughs> shit. One thing more boring than chess, and that's talking about it. This is why, right? This is why Dom's obsessed with chess, right? We were playing chess once in the Mayors, right? And I beat him very easily, yeah. With... <laughs> the rivalry continues. And then what happened, Danny? Something Tell good. the listeners what happened. Hang on, hang on, hang on, dickhead. Right? Tell them what happened, Danny? In really easily, right? With like four moves. It's called Fool's Mate because Dom's a. <laughs> It's not called fools, mate, by the way. It's he's a fool, fools, right? He's, like a pretend, he's a pretentious fool because he thinks he's clever and that's why he's into chess and Rubik's Cubes and that. But, you know, he, he's an idiot, as you pro- all probably like figured out already, yeah? Uh, in it, Dom, I'm not... Tell me if I'm offending you, right? You will, tell, you will say if I'm offending you, won't you? Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. See, he doesn't even understand what I've said. Anyway, um... Yeah, and I beat him dead easy. And what I've come to learn is that that has been eating Dom inside since the moment I met him. So every chance he gets, he's like, do you want to play chess? Do you want to play chess? I played him again a couple of years later. After and what happened? Him. You lost. <laughs> no, no, hang on, hang on. To me. No, 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 no. no. Let, let me let me just uh, clarify. The first Badly. Since the mayors was in when we were living in Plasto, right? Two year, Two or three years later. Played him again. And just beat him easily again, right? Uh, and he, you know, and then so that's twice without really trying. I don't really play chess; I just know how to play it. Okay. Um, so again, that's festering in his mind, his ego. So I play him again, right? This time, because he's, he's been badgering me for it for ages, and it was in my hotel room. I, I just really hurt my foot. So he's got this chess app, makes me download a chess app, says he wants to play chess, <laughs> chess. he's adamant he wants to play chess. And like, I'm Danny not, agreed to it thinking he could beat me. Really despondent if I say no, so I just relented, played chess. Even though I've been practicing you know, a, a little bit of my spare time, because I have always had an interest in the game. I had an interest in the game at a young age. Uh, well, I am a chess master. Uh, that's, that's thing number one. Um, I think I was just establishing that I have beaten you badly, humiliated you in uh, two games, mm. not one, mm-hmm. but two games of chess. Um, you know, it was quite embarrassing on your part. I would have been quite embarrassed if I were you about how I, you know, slowly wore you down over time. 
and destroyed you. And yeah, that is uh, that's pretty much what I wanted to establish before the pod was finito. Why would I be embarrassed from losing a game of chess? I don't know, this but you what, bring it up all the time. So you obviously are sort of, you know, it's clearly a bit of an itch with you now that you've lost uh, to me. Uh, really, but yeah, I've, I've done you know, you've literally been subservient to me that my intellect has surpassed your intellect. See, but... this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't have to hang Dom. I just give him enough rope and he does it himself. This guy um, here, this guy has you, you see, yeah, You've seen why, the ego there. The ego. Him, you know, ego, you the know, insecurity. Always, yeah. Just look at him. And now he's talking over me. Himself. Just trying to qualify himself yeah, for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Carry on Ending. talking over me because you know Pretending you don't want me to say... Yeah. All right, I'll just wait. Okay. I'll just wait to say what I've got to say. No, no, please, mate. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, what, yeah like exactly. I was saying. Exactly. Right, yeah. As I was saying, <laughs> um, I don't need to hang Dom because I just give him enough rope to hang himself. Anyone who was paying attention then just heard him wax lyrical about how he's superior to me and all this shit, because I let him, emphasis on the word let him, win one game of chess. One. The, the first game of chess ended prematurely because he'd put a time limit on it without telling me. And I was, I was ahead in that game, right? 100%. So, 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 so there's that. And then talk about being humiliated. I beat him in four moves. I mean, it's fine, Dom. I mean, if you really need to believe that you're cleverer than me just to make yourself feel good, then go for it. Yeah, you're cleverer than me. I'll give it to you now. You, are, Dom, you are cleverer than me. Someone is clearly still really caught up about this. It's okay, yeah, Dom, Danny. You know, Dom, you're so clever. I'll, I'll, but... I'll play you again, mate. Don't worry. Well, we won't because I can't stand the game. That's <laughs> another thing, guys. He's obsessed yeah, apparently with it. now can't stand the game after I beat him. Yeah, they can't. He's well, desperate to play the game, and now he can't stand the game after I beat him. Right, Don, right. when did I meet you? 2015? 2015? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Right, right. Guess how many times I've played chess in, in the last seven years? Oh, I don't care to, mate. I don't care to guess, mate, but you know how many times you've played? Uh, the four times I've played you. Three of oh, which brilliant. I won. Three he was also a I chess won. captain at school. Like, he told me that off air, so... You know, I never told you I was a chess captain. You told me chess captain. So no, I, no. Again, I told you that Mick was a chess captain, and I played him. I never said I was a chess captain. Yeah, you're you're so a chess captain at school, though. Yeah, okay. You tell people you beat a chess captain, it's fine, but you didn't. You beat a guy who can't stand chess and just knows how to. Play. But anyway, you know, if, if if why is it that important to you? It's like I want to ask you that I'm seriously. Like, why are you obsessed with the Rubik's cubes? Uh, tricking people and chess, you know, all these things are kind of performative just to make you look good. Why is it all just about it being insecure, Dom? Um, well, to answer a question with a question, do you constantly have to talk to people to find out what's wrong with them because there's secretly something wrong with you? Is that a thing with you? I'm not a therapist, mate. I'm a journalist. I don't speak to people about what's wrong with them. Uh, right, okay. So don't, don't project. Dom, please. No, no, you project. Uh, you're the one who's projecting. I'm not okay, okay. Your job is basically look at me, isn't it? That's what you do. That's why you're into chess. By the way, you claim you've solved a Rubik's Cube, but <laughs> let the listeners decide whether Dom has, in fact, solved a Rubik's Cube. Fine. Dom's a Rubik's Cube, and every Rubik's Cube comes with instructions on how to solve it these days, complete with algorithm and everything. So all one really has to do is remember the algorithm. And you don't even like have to look at it once and then remember it. 
you can just do it step by step like it's basically paint by numbers is that right so if you paint if you painted a really lovely picture but it was paint by numbers you wouldn't have claimed that that was a your artwork would you because that would be absurd so don hasn't solved a rubik's cube at all he's just memorized the algorithm right it's the I, difference between yeah. it's between learning a sum and figuring it out and being told what the answer is and writing it down, Dom. That's that is what you've done, mate. Right. Yeah? Okay. Just, just so everybody knows, oh. I can solve a Rubik's cube in under three seconds. Well, three minutes, um, not three seconds. That would make me a world record holder. But um, yeah, as I'm sure many other people can do. Danny, as you've just heard, seems to believe that um, you can't solve Rubik's cube or learn to solve Rubik's cube if you simply follow the steps and learn an algorithm. No, you have to well, just that's, sit that's, there that's, and yeah, cogitate that's... on it and just figure it out for yourself. So, yeah, well, yeah that, is, that's, that that's is the def- method. That is solving it, isn't it? That's like a detective um, saying he'd solved the murder case uh, when someone turned up with CCTV showing the murder tape. Like, oh, I've solved it. Well, you haven't, mate. You just you were told, you were shown who did it. Right? It's not, you haven't solved anything. Do you understand that? I understand your logic, but I don't get Do you your really? point. You don't get my point. You saying yeah. you solved a Rubik's cube when you haven't. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll let the listeners decide that. But yeah, I can solve a Rubik's cube in under three minutes. What can you do, Danny? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't claim to be that clever, really. I, I, I definitely can't solve a Rubik's cube. I've tried. God help me. I've tried. Um, but no, I can't. I can't figure that shit out. Uh, I probably could. You know, if I read the instructions like Dom, I would also be able to figure it out because you know. It's like, as you follow the instructions, it's like I can bake a cake, but if I never knew how to bake a cake, I never read a recipe, and you asked me to bake a cake, I think I'd be flummoxed by that. But apparently Dom, if, 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 he, um, if he bakes a cake by reading a recipe, he's invented that cake. Uh, well, no, that's no I never, that's I never claimed logic. that. I never claimed inventor. Or, okay, I think I you said you solved a, a Rubik's Cube, but you didn't solve the Rubik's Cube. You followed instructions on how to make the Rubik's Cube uh, the same on every side. Right, okay, yeah. I didn't solve it. He's finally admitted it after seven years. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's what public pressure and accountability does. Uh, <laughs> I think, right, I think right? this is a semantics game and I admit to nothing. It's not semantics, though. Yeah, but words have meanings, Dom. Words have meanings for a reason, yes? Fat idiot. People think when you, people think right when they say, "Oh, that's just semantics," so that defeats the whole thing, argument. No, yeah, it's semantics. I'll grant you it's semantics. It, yes, this debate is about semantics and you using words incorrectly. I'll give you that. But words are important, and the meanings of them are important. All right. Now, now I'm just like kicking someone when they're down. Dom. Yeah. You know I love you. Know I love you. Right. I, I do not feel the mutual love in the room. Right, have we done ten? <laughs> have we done ten minutes of Philip? Well, I don't know. I'm literally looking at the counter. Oh, well done, Dom. That's great. I mean, you've memorised numbers. You're really good at chess. Uh, you've probably got a. You're probably really well endowed. Well done, mate. Um, you know, fantastic. I'll let the listeners make and you can own. solve a Rubik's cube. So Rubik's cube without reading the instructions, which is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently right, you can do it in three minutes, which is which is great. It's yeah, I know oh, it's, it's quite yeah. impressive, isn't it? Right, isn't, okay. it, isn't it a total of thirty moves to solve a Rubik's cube, and it, that takes you thirty minutes? I mean, I don't think it's much of a brag, to be fair. <laughs> oh, that, that still means that you're racking your brains after all this time. You're going, "What was it again? What was that move again?" Yeah, and there's like thirty of them. 
Great, well done. Uh, any rooms to be solved in 21 moves. Right, so you just admitted it less... takes you three minutes to do 21 well, that move, is hand movements. number, but um, obviously because you're using an algorithm, it would probably take, and other stuff, um, it will take you a bit longer. So yeah, it takes me about three minutes. Um, so yeah, but there's problems. People can do it in 10 seconds. It, like I said, it's 21 moves. You know the algorithm. Why is it taking you so long? So, you know, because I, I don't spend all day, every day trying to actually... Interesting yes, you do. Don't you. lie, Dom. I used to live with you, and, and there was about a good six-month period there where oh, you were doing nothing but... This is this all lies. No, none of really, this happened. Really, like, uh, really, anybody really. that actually knows me knows I don't even cube that often. You know, I'm just more or less naturally talented. It's probably something he's even got that, you know, I was born with. Even though I don't I cube that often. It. Um, so yeah, anyway, you right, okay. that often. You wait, 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 just just, uh, just 20, 23 minutes. I've got stuff to do. All right, okay, let's wrap this up. You don't cube Seriously. that often. Uh, let, let's just wrap this up. Let's just wrap this up because I need to do some cubing, right? Okay, so... <laughs> oh, wanking more like it, <laughs> right? Okay, let, let's let's just go. Let's cut that, cut that. All right, okay, right? Go on, uh, what? We're, yeah, I think we've done it. I think we've done it all. I think we've done it. the interview thing. Oh, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, you sometimes you've got to be cool to be kind, mate. I can solve yeah. Rubik's Cube in three minutes. But anyway. <laughs> of course you can, Dom. Of course you can, mate. You definitely can, buddy. You really yeah. can. You solved the hell out of that Rubik's Cube. And who am I to question that? Solved okay? it. You solved it, mate. You did. You solved it. Can, can you, you do it, by the way? No, and buddy, no. you definitely beat me at chess, mate. You definitely beat me, and I didn't help you at all. Okay? That's, you... <laughs> You, you're a big boy and you wear big boy pants and you're very good at chess and you are very clever. I bet you're really enjoying this, but the reality of the situation is you can't solve a Rubik's Cube because you're lazy. Right? And I beat you at chess twice and you will not let it go. That is who you, you are. You definitely did it, though. And you this is won. who I am. Because I told you. Oh, God. Where, we and you've got a small penis and <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> you are the one with the small penis that no one likes. Right, okay. Oh. Till next week. That's actually true, though. I don't. I don't know what we're doing what, next week. You, all right. What you've got a small penis and no one likes you. Well, all right. If you insist. Um. Yeah. Are we doing one about? <laughs> should we do one about dreams? Well, my hands are quite small, so when I hold it, it looks pretty big, to be honest. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's out there on the internet <laughs> uh, for everybody to listen to. Right. My um chat with Simon Hartenstone is now on YouTube. Uh, the link will be in the description. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. Um, I've also got a documentary coming up that I'm shot with the Guardian. Uh, I'm filming it this Saturday at the Bradford Literary Festival. Well, in fact, it won't be this Saturday for you lot because you're listening to this on Monday, so this is no good to you. I don't know why I'm saying it. Uh, well, you missed a good list literary festival. Hey, in fact, no, let's just do it. hey, it went really well at that literary festival. I smashed it, Dom. Fucking hell, I was it was so good. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. They were throwing flowers at me and everything. It was fantastic. Shot. What? God. And then had like a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Uh, it was pretty, well, no, yeah, really, then, several yeah. people wronged me and said, you know, like, is Danny okay? <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I can also account for that. Oh, God, that was terrible at Bradford last Saturday. Oh, God. Oh, God, I don't <laughs> think I want to live anymore, Dan. Right, okay. I'm, I'm done out here. We go- Next week, misdirection. We are doing dreams. Tune in to listen to me waffle on. <laughs> is that is that for the channel? We're doing dreams. 
Is yeah, that, yeah we're doing sign? dreams now. We're doing dreams. I have enough. I'm actually reading uh, Sigmund Freud's interpretation of dreams, and I will oh, be giving God. you the Reader's Digest version of that next week. So please do tune in. 